Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast, January 17th edition. It is officially the Fightful Wrestling Podcast now. We have five to seven MMA podcasts a week. You can subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, direct download. Lots of places as we get ready for our brand extension. We got UFC fighter Elias Theodoru, uh, former UFC fighter Sean Pearson, who left the company on a three-fight win streak. We got Reed Kuhn, who breaks down the analytics of MMA. We have Adam Martin on Mondays with Showdown Joe. Go check those out, guys. Lots of fun. They're still growing. Also, follow these handles, at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful MMA, at Fightful Online. The wrestling and MMA ones, they are specific. If we get to 1,000 by the Rumble on Fightful Wrestle, I will give away this horrible-looking Rey Mysterio mask that I ended up with. And I, I guess he signed it. So there you go. We got SmackDown. I'm here with Jeff Hawkins. And I'll say 90% confirmed. He and Rob are joining the show for the Royal Rumble as I will be gone. I love it when a plan comes together, Jeff. Ooh, nice pull there with George Papard from the A-team. I, I like that. Sean Ross, we got to have a little bit of a talk here, a little bit of production meeting here, because uh, I listened to your podcast with the boss man, the eccentric millionaire up in Canada. Mm-hmm. You put over Anna, who's lovely and funny. And She's if I were, great. And if I were 10 years younger, I'd think about getting rejected by her. You put over Alex. You put over Matt Anna's Riddle. like 27. How old are you? I'm, I'm ancient. <laughs> How old are you? Let, let's I'm figure t- this I'm out. I'm not saying that on the air. What? Yeah. Screw that. Let me do my bit. (laughs) You put over Alex. You put over Hurricane. You put over Riddle. You even put over Vince Russo. But who didn't you put over to the boss, man? Your boy. Your boy. And and let me just say, to suck up to the boss, man, as part of the Secret Santa things, I got a Tim Hortons coffee cup. Oh, I got ketchup chips from Canada. I ate the rest of the stuff from Canada, but look. If the eccentric billionaire wants to send me coffee from Tim Hortons, I'd appreciate it. If he wants to even go weirder, he can send me Cuban coffee. 
And if he wants to be eccentric and show off how rich he is, he can wrap it up in dollar bills and send it in a box to me. So I'm saying, I, for one, welcome our Canadian overlords. Well, let's clear a few things up. <laughs> I am six months through a one-year contract, mm. and he's saying that he's going to get me a full-time job at Tim Hortons if this fightful thing doesn't work out. So Sweet. pardon me if I had other things on my mind during... Free coffee and donuts? That That's what you had on your mind, fool? Uh, yeah. Okay. How old are you, Jeff? I'm, I'm old enough. How old do you think I am, Jeff? I think you are probably uh, either just north of 30 or about to hit there. I am 31 years old. Mm -hmm. Good guess. Good guess. So we've got SmackDown to talk about tonight. We had this opening segment. I thought this shit was fire. Oh, I absolutely, it's, it's, I was about to say, it's my favorite segment of the year. And for like three weeks, because I'm an idiot. No, uh, I loved it. I, I loved everything about this. I love that it's setting up the pay-per-view in, in February. I love that Miz is the guy to come out and kind of creep on AJ's belt there, because I dig that. And let's not, let's not shade AJ Styles' work here, because he was getting cheered like a face and turned that crowd on him which is hard to do. Everything about AJ here was absolutely fantastic from being insulted to then buying into Shane's empty flattery. I thought that was a great, great moment right there. And then Cena playing troublemaker a little bit, a little bit over the top, but it worked for this segment. So I'll take it. I loved everything about this. I, I, I thought this was money. This was just print money. And then setting up a Miz AJ Styles match. Hell yeah, give me that. The only thing I don't like is the Elimination Chamber in February. I don't either. I don't either. I would say say that for May, June. Well, depending on who has money in the bank, I would give the other side Elimination Chamber because that's a pretty solid match to sell. And I hate the idea of fighting through 29 people for a title mm-hmm. shot when five people get one a couple weeks later. Exactly. Exactly. No, you, you nailed my issue with this. Um, I thought it was special when they did tag teams in the elimination chamber. I thought that was kind of cool. This would be where I would put, I would do this instead of tables, ladders, and chairs, to be honest with you. I think it's a safer gimmick match. And I think for that kind of December dead time, I think it's a perfect kind of thing for it. I, I don't like it in between the rumble and mania i think that i think that's too much i think you're setting up something big in january already and now you're kind of tipping your hand that i think the rumble's gonna go raw's way which i don't think is good for the product overall so i mean i i don't i'd like a women's uh elimination chamber match i think that'd be so, kind of cool too. somebody said or maybe the undertaker wins uh they yeah you know, this is how they get this is how they get the belt off of aj without pinning him in terms of directly for the belt. Yeah. And and that maybe not so bad. <laughs> Somebody says SRS wore a dress shirt last night with Alex and wears his pajamas with you. You all call it just a button up shirt, a button up coral shirt. Look, take a look dress at SRS's shirt. avatar. That's a uh, good looking man right there. That's hey a guys. Handsome, handsome man. In I'm a- not wearing my pajamas. This is a nice Nike shirt. Thank you. Co-opted media right here, baby. <laughs> Guys, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Rossap. There is a link on the Fightful.com description. 
Get your Fightful.com shirts. I helped design those bad boys. And right now we have a sale, $15.99. We've been selling them like crazy. You can get them soft style. You can get muscle tees. You can get uh, long sleeve. Plenty of options. Also, we got some crack and fight team gear and some catch wrestling gear up there as well. But, uh, yeah, support the Fightful.com efforts. Visit the site all the time. Share the site all the time. Subscribe to us on all these cool things. Leave us a, th- leave us a thumbs up. Uh, a nice review on iTunes helps. Also, we got more coverage than anybody else. I always see hundreds of you watching live. Thousands of you watch eventually. Come hang out on our forums. Ask questions. Uh, we got Jimmy Van on the show tomorrow. If you want to ask some eccentric millionaire questions, he'll answer them. You want to ask us about journalism, about Fightful, about wrestling, really about anything, we're open to answering that. Jeff. Hmm? The topic on this week's Shane Helms show, backstage fights. Yes, that should be interesting. Yeah, let's we get how, to hear about how, I want to see how far he goes. Kicking his ass. I want to see how far this goes. I, I don't know. I mean, is Shane going to be wide open here and maybe burn a few bridges? That's what's, you know, be careful here, my friend. I don't have to be careful. Shane has to be careful. Well, you have to be careful because you're leading him. You may lead him down a path of destruction here, my friend. Maybe I will. We got people knocking on our doors to do this show. I mean, I, lo- I love Shane. But oh, come so you're on. just going to burn bridges? Like, are you like looking for like other Australian comedians to do yeah. videos too? Yeah. No, I'm, hell very, Anna. I'm very much looking forward to this. Next week's show will be the end of WCW. So register okay. at Fightful.com to get early access to those shows. You get them days before, days before if you don't register. Enough of the shills, guys. Um, yes. This opening promo, <laughs> Miz and AJ hit each other with some sick birds. Like, yeah, Miz uh, made fun of AJ Styles' hair and said I, he was re- main eventing WrestleMania while uh, AJ Styles was trying to become America's next top soccer mom. He corpsed Maurice on that one. Did you yeah. see that? Maurice yeah. had to turn away. <laughs> She's so great. Oh man, I just, I, I, you know what I love, and this is just a weird little moment for me, but when he opened the ropes for her and goes, here you go, honey. I just thought that was just so cool. I don't know. Everything about this was so great. It was such a joy to watch Miz. And you know what? Maybe they're building Miz up. I don't know, but I, I liked it. Miz, I like Miz being in this position. Building Miz up. Miz is building Miz up. Yeah. That's building Miz up. Um, <laughs> when this broke out the southern accent yeah AJ, <laughs> AJ had a line about like uh Miz coming up limp and John Cena was agging it on which was funny it was actually pretty good stuff I really like that everybody in this segment like Shane McMahon just looking back and forth like what are you gonna say what are you gonna say everybody was really good here yeah Backstage, Ambrose asks for Orton, and he gets it. That sets up a pretty damn loaded SmackDown, uh, but we'll talk about the match anyway. AJ Styles and The Miz. John Cena on commentary was one giant ad for, like, what, Surf's Up 2 or something? Yeah, so the pain, yeah Surf's Up 2, where your favorite WWE superstars are penguins. Sweet, dude. Uh, funny story about penguins. I had a girlfriend when I was a teenager. Congrats. She liked yeah. I did. She liked penguins. So I bought like one of those four foot stuffed penguins, right? My cat thought it was a new pet and got jealous and pissed all over it. 
Now, needless to say, there ain't a lot of cleaning you can do with cat piss on a four-foot-tall stuffed penguin. So that was 100 bucks out the window. That's my penguin story. You spent 100 bucks as a teenager on a woman? <laughs> you could have had a woman. You know what? Is it any surprise <laughs> I didn't get married until I was 31? <laughs> there unless we go. Anna, and unless Anna's looking for a green card wedding, I ain't got one in my future neither. You know so. what? She's trying to get back to the States. <laughs> she could learn to love me. That's what I've been saying since I was 15. She watches the show, <laughs> Jeff. You better watch out. I'm not, I'm not dissing her. I'm, I'm making fun of myself. Go check out Most <laughs> Ridiculous with Anna Bauer. She's got some of her Royal Rumble picks. Uh, guys, we are hitting you with a ton of Royal Rumble stuff next weekend. And this week, I've got my Retro Rumble series coming out this weekend. I've got some rule changes I would make to the Rumble. That's coming out this week. And then we're going to republish those all throughout Rumble weekend. That way you can find them all in one place. This match was pretty well worked. I would love to see more heel versus heel, face mm-hmm. versus face stuff. I don't see why not. I, I like the idea of two dastardly heels just one-upping each other and being like really shitty. You know what I liked a lot was there was a weird juxtaposition. I don't know if you noticed this, but it's like Miz would be working that what Daniel Bryan would call the soft style WWE stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like AJ would just hit him with a forearm right in the face. I thought that one was very, very cool. Yeah, I really liked that a lot. I The only thing I that, I mean, the ending, at first I didn't realize, I went, why is that a DQ? But then I realized he threw Miz into the barricade as opposed to just kind of set him aside there. I just thought that was kind of a bit clunky, but expected. I mean, this is this is the theme for both shows this week, is long matches with uh, schmoz finishes. Because they really don't want it. They, they have their plans set, so they're just kind of trying to tread water going into the Royal Rumble a bit. Cena somehow wins this match, I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't a surprise. I, I will say this, Cena being on commentary, even though it was a giant commercial, made it feel a little more important. And that's it's not easy to make a Miz-AJ Styles match seem more important than what they do in the ring at this point. I'll ask you this. What do you think Miz's WrestleMania situation will be? Multi-man match for the Intercontinental title. You know what I think it should be? What do you think it should be? I think he should make an open challenge, and okay. Daniel Bryan should answer it. Mm-hmm. And Miz should turn around and kiss Maurice and immediately get put in the yes lock. <laughs> and that's it. And then and you just have a tournament. And then you have a tournament after WrestleMania. Oh no, it wouldn't be for a belt. Not even for a title. Just that is finality to like so many things. It puts a bow on a lot of things, but yeah. it allows. It allows um, it allows Miz to stay pissed off at Daniel Bryan to be even more mad at Daniel Bryan, and then because everybody can bring get yeah. any angrier. Yeah, everybody can bring that up. Oh, now you hold the record for the quickest pin slash tap in WWE history. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like that I idea. I like that idea a lot. Tap. It should be I like that idea tap. a lot. I've, I'm sure somebody's pitched that somewhere, but I'm like, man, that is just such poetic beauty yeah. right there. Like, that would just be great. And I'm sure Maurice would sell the hell out of that as well. You know what you're really good at, Jeff? No one's ever told me, so you might at as well tell stabbing me. people in the back. Am I? Yeah, but you're not as good at, at it as uh, Nikki Bella, apparently. <laughs> Holy so. shit, that initial dialogue was real bad. Oh, yeah. Those two. But... 
Then when it got to Natalia, <laughs> just pissing on the merch. She called Bret Hart her ex-uncle, and I lost it. The ex-uncle. That and I just I just love the moment of Nikki over here, over here, over here. Shut up. <laughs> How dare that you not be able to find me out of a crowd of about nine thousand people? <laughs> over here, over here, over here. Now shut up. I'm wearing black just like everybody else in the damn crowd. You can't see me. Oh, that and, and that first that first bump where Nikki puts her through the table, I yelped. I yelped because <laughs> Matt, he just jumped up and fell backwards. I, I'm just going to put this I in the trash. You there. It was the most stilted dialogue, but just that stunt just popped me. And then during, <laughs> during, during the fight, she, Nikki potatoes this poor security yeah. guard right in face. I went, oh my god, this is this is great. This is so Memphis. It. This I is so it. concession stand brawl. I was waiting for people to get squirted with mustard and stuff. Oh, geez. Or for Dusty Rhodes to say they're fighting in the men's room. <laughs> people were keep asking, like, where is Natalia's beef with Brett? This was brought up several weeks ago. Uh, Brett like endorsed Nikki. Yeah. And, on and, Twitter, I think. Yeah, and they brought it up, and that's why Natalia has beef. <laughs> Calling Brett her ex-uncle perfect they went through a table uh if this didn't have if this had like a different delivery of that dialogue i hate it when somebody is in the ring and they're like so middle school drama like yeah this is why i'm mad at you okay that's cool uh, just you got four friggin' commentators have one of them in there and say how do you feel okay it's- she was prompted to give a response i get it now I'd like to see how they feel as opposed to giving exposition of the entire situation in the middle of yeah. the ring. That, yeah, that hate... That's my thing. Well, well, we can't remember what happened last week, so. <laughs> we may have new fans. We need to get them up to speed. Well, that's what video. Oh, man. <laughs> I tell you what, man. I've been watching all these Royal Rumbles back. You get a lot of that shit on commentary. Like a lot of, we better catch them up. We better catch them <laughs> up. My favorite response to one was, uh, I think it was the 07 or 08 Rumble, and Shane Helms comes in, and JBL goes, <laughs> he's going after his buddy from North Kakalaki, Matt Hardy, and Ma- Michael Cole like corrects him. He's like, no, 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 they're not friends. They've been feuding on SmackDown, and JBL was like, I was being facetious, you jackass. My favorite moment in any Rumble, I think, is still 2004, number 18, when Lamont and Ernest the Cat Miller. And I watched the Lost Royal Rumble. I had that one coming up, that retro Rumble coming up Monday. Uh, He was on the SmackDown Rumble a few days later as well. Oh, yeah. And I think that was his last WWE appearance. Good times. Uh, This Orton-Ambrose match... Was nothing special. It was two guys who haven't evolved in the ring for a very long time. Ambrose won. There were more problems with the Wyatt family. Bray hits Luke Harper. Orton is Orton seems happy about it. Later on, the Wyatt family uh, or Bray announces they are in the Rumble. But next week, Orton's facing Harper. Unpack this situation that I didn't give a shit about. I really liked Luke Harper here because Luke Harper is good. It's just I yes. don't care. No, you don't care, but Luke Harper's acting like the older brother who's in a family where the younger brother is treated like a rock star, but still, like, when mom's back is turned, punches him in the face. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like, why don't you ever punish him? That kind of thing. It was such a perfect kind of tone. And then Bray punching him, I thought was pretty darn good. I was waiting for the attempted punch on Randy, but I, I, I like that they held off on it. I like that they've kind of held off on it. It's obvious Orton Orton's playing a game here now, I think. Um, but, you know, it's a nice slow burn that will blow up at the Rumble, I think. I think, you know, one somebody's eliminating Bray, be it, <laughs> be it Orton or Luke. And I think it's going to be Luke accidentally and then get eliminated himself. And then it'll just be more fission, so to speak. I, I say I don't care about it, but I care about it more than whatever the hell these three guys were doing before. So, I don't care about Dean Ambrose in this at all. Oh, yes, yeah, not him. I, mean, I meant the Wyatt family. Uh, Dean Ambrose, zero direction right now. I don't know what's going on. There. Are they going to pay mean, off this Renee thing at all, or are they just going to kind of move on and put Miz in with everybody? I mean, I'm sure they'll it'll be and the play a is, part in the in the in the elimination chamber build. But I do these YouTube rankings every Monday or every Tuesday, Wednesday on Fightful.com. The Ambrose, Miz, Renee Young, Marie stuff always up there, always at the top. Yeah. People like that little dose of reality when you fold it in and you do it right, which juxtaposes against all the camp that WWE loves to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that happened. A Royal Rumble entrance. Uh, that's adding to a pretty loaded Rumble. This Rumble is going to be a lot of fun, I think. I can't I wait. I'm going to be there live. Like I'm going to be like a little kid. I can't wait. going to be a goof. Yeah, are you guys, gonna have like are you gonna have like a new day unicorn horn and like a box of booty? I don't know if I'll go that that far. I don't like okay. do the wrestling shirt thing a lot. Uh, mm. I think I have a Bullet Club shirt that somebody sent me, but um, that's really it. I have a Ric Flair shirt that has just his giant face on it. Nice, and that's it. Um, next up, King King's Court with Dolph Ziggler. Jerry Lawler was wearing his nineteen ninety three gear here. Yeah, and it, <laughs> with its 2017 body, which didn't make it look any better. His 2017 oh, body ain't a lot different than his 1993 body. And that's kind of true. It's kind of true. <laughs> a little bit more Sonic in it, though. Uh, <laughs> King of Indie uh, Styles is a segment involving Nikki Bella is getting praise. This is not good. Nikki Bella's had some pretty damn good segments over the last year. It was entertaining after you got yeah. past the talking. I don't understand why not. Why don't you praise the just? I mean, if it look, if it hits, if it hits more than it misses, you might as well praise it. I mean, yeah, it was it was good. I liked it. Um, this I like from the jump. <laughs> this from the jump seemed like the baby face is going to get his ass kicked oh. in his hometown spot. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler shows footage of him elbow dropping Lawler before his heart attack, saying that he was responsible. Dolph Ziggler essentially. Admitting to voluntary manslaughter. But that's not it. He says, I will finish the job. He threatened to murder Jerry the King Lawler on live national TV. Given the other thing, I think he did it. If you make that threat and you kick the guy in the chest, is that not attempted murder? He hit it with the uh, heartbreak yes. kick. Yes, technically right it is. Nice, nice. I, I love that joke. By the way, that was that was pretty great. I, yeah, I, hilarious. I also liked the jokes. Well, given all the other things you could have shown about Jerry Lawler and his dalliances, that was pretty tame. 
It's also probably the last time Dolph was interesting as a heel, to be honest with you, because he was not interesting here. He was just talking slow and monotonous. To I want him to go. I want him to go full Sam Shaw. <laughs> wow, that's what I want him to do. I want him to go full Sam Shaw and become like a psycho murderer. He's already threatening to murder people. He's already trying to murder people. Just be the be the serial murderer. Why not? No, make him a tag team wrestler. Put him with Swagger and get him in his feud oh, with American Alpha already. How dare you? They weren't on the show. There were a lot of people not on the show, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. No, you don't have I like, to do I like every that. show. I they like do. that. As a matter of fact, you keep guys, you know, fresh as opposed to being out there week after week after week, and you're just getting tired of them. Not like they do on Raw. <laughs> no offense. So considering that. Lawler was able to get to his feet. He got off pretty easy because Dolph did threaten to murder him. And then JBL murdered me as he fell flat <laughs> on his face running to help Lawler. And Otunga brought it up later. And oh, to JBL's credit, JBL sold it pretty well. He's like, hell yeah, I did. I was going to help my friend. JBL was very good at that. But Lawler Get- screaming Ziggler from the ring. Ziggler! <laughs> do we get a jbl ziggler match i hope not <laughs> i'm thinking we're going to at some point oh that that's another guy because so, yeah, I, got, I gotta do research for this shane helms podcast right mm-hmm. so i'm researching all these fights and i'm like like almost like half of them ended me just going man jbl was such a dick Joey Styles knocking him out. Steve Blackman, which we're not going to talk about because Shane wasn't around, but Blackman beating the piss out of him. Throwing Ooh. Jericho in the shower. There, I've heard a lot of that worse stuff, too. I'll, I'll say this. I mean, he's calmed down because camera phones are everywhere and social media is everywhere. There's no way he'd still have his job if social media was a thing in 1998. Could you imagine someone pulling an Antonio Brown in wrestler's court? Like just posting sense? that, just like oh. putting putting the phone on the locker room meeting like that and putting it to Facebook, what would happen? Yeah. Maybe huh. that should be a network show. They had uh, Daniel Bryan and James Ellsworth on Ride Along. Do you watch that? I saw a couple scenes from that. I, I didn't care for it. It seemed very, very forced to me in terms of they were trying to basically – stay in character while doing the, the ride along. And I, didn't I don't, like I don't know. Uh, Ellsworth apparently is a giant germaphobe and Daniel Bryan was sick. <laughs> that was fun. Well, the whole thing talking about was it Jimmy, uh, what's his suave they, well, character name? Brian asked him to cut a promo to cut a promo. And this promo sucked. Oh, it was bad. And Daniel Bryan goes, yeah, I dig yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had the cage title match. I've got a lot to say about this. Um, Dude. Something I liked. That turnbuckle smash spot. I've never seen a better turnbuckle smash spot. How has nobody I ever like... thought of that? <laughs> that was simple. I liked, the, I liked that a lot. Um, my note was, uh, looks like Becky got into Luke Gallows' cream. <laughs> she was dark today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was about as dark as I saw her at WrestleMania last year. where She, she was... almost matched her hair. She was drop-dead gorgeous when she was at NXT last year, uh, just wearing this pantsuit thing with being all dark and tan. And What is with good. you tonight? 
I'm just explaining. I thought she was very, very good looking at NXT. That's all. God, I'm going to order you an escort or something. Maybe you won't come on the show talking about how hot Becky Lynch well, is and trying well, to well, marry my my contractors. And we'll, we'll talk off air. Jeez, <laughs> man, cost of living in L.A. killing guys. No, apparently, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- I liked this match a lot, and you know what? For what it was in terms of setting up the the eventual La Lucha Door thing, I thought it was quite good. I thought. Uh, you know, the, the one spot that, that almost didn't work was when Becky was already over the cage and Alexa Bliss had to chase mm-hmm. her to get the hair. I mean, it seemed like that was a little clunky, but I thought Becky did a good job of struggling to get over the cage in order to give Alexa time to climb up there. And, uh, you know, the superplex off of off of the uh, turnbuckle was – or the uh, – not the, the – the, uh, the exploder. The exploder off the turnbuckle. I thought was really, really good because that's a, that's a move that could uh, – if done poorly – could hurt someone. So I thought that was great too. I mean, I, I liked the match overall. The only thing in the match I didn't like was them taking a commercial at night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 950 Eastern. That was well. They're now stupid. they're now mentioning the single leg drop kicks too. I thought that well, was hey, interesting. Here's one for you. Both their kicks looked really good. I thought mm-hmm. I thought the drop kick looked really awesome. Not only that, that one legged kick that she does out of the corner usually looks terrible off the right. cage. It looked great because it gave uh, Alexa had something to bounce off of. Yeah, she had she was able to bounce her back off the cage. Both of those look good. I think it added it to the match. Uh, this was good stuff, but how is La Luchadora allowed in the ring? It's a no DQ match in, in the in the cage. That's sure, how they explain but the ref it. The never just lets people trot into the cage. That's the point of a cage match. Yeah, you have a second ref there, and you usually have a chain. I, I, didn't, I mean, unless... You know, usually they'll climb over the cage to get into it or something like that. But I guess, you know, that'd be asking a bit much of Mickey James to do that. I really hope Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon address this on um, Talking Smack. Talking Smack. Because it's, it's the type of thing they usually do. Yeah. They're, they're very smart about that. Daniel Bryan's usually like, I dropped the ball, the ref dropped the ball. Uh, we had our hands full with something else, but that breath needs to be fined. He needs to be fined and suspended for dereliction of duty. That's what I do. Bring him on talking smack. There you go. Well, Luchadora, um, revealed after they attack, uh, Becky Lynch and Becky Lynch unmasks her. It is Mickey James. 
And the crowd didn't react because they did it in a cage where nobody could see her face. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a problem, but I liked the I liked the beatdown after. I thought Mickey had some pretty good kicks here too. Um my my joke was uh, I I hope they reveal that Mickey has aligned herself with Alexa Bliss because she thinks she's Trish Stratus. What do you think of Mickey James as La Luchadora? I'm fine with it. I'm absolutely fine with it. You knew she was coming in to SmackDown probably to help bolster that roster. There were two choices to give here. They could have made her La Luchadora. They could have made her the person who attacked Nikki Bella. I'm fine with either of these. Now, does this mean that La Luchadora has been beaten by both of these women fairly quickly? I mean, Mickey James has been beaten by both of these women fairly quickly? Or wait, I don't remember who was who in whichever one. You can explain it away by saying, well, since I was under the luchador mask, it doesn't matter that I was beat. Yeah, I guess. Look, Mickey James plays crazy. This is going to be part of the crazy angle, probably. Man, she's got an uphill battle doing that with uh, with Alicia Fox doing such a fantastic job. True. Because, oh my God. <laughs> I love Alicia Fox's crazy. She it's does almost it too good. Well. It's almost too good and too close. I've always heard that there is like no nicer person in the WWE yeah. than uh, Alicia Fox. No, um, a friend of mine who's done the show with me, uh, Marquia McCarty, who's also on Afterbus. She she just did uh she did like stand ups for WrestleMania one year, and she and Alicia mm-hmm. Fox hit off as friends, and they're like on a personal basis now, just, you know, writing each other and things like that. So you're just kind of like, whoa, okay, great. Yeah, no, I've heard she's nothing but a sweetheart. What'd you think of the UK tournament? I loved the second night. I thought it was absolutely great. Me too. I hated the first day though. First day was a bit rough, but I was forgiving of it because I knew what they were trying to establish. Um, I thought, you know, the four guys, that they put into the semis actually you know what i'll add five including tyler seven i thought or trent seven i thought they were all great i thought i thought mark andrews really represented himself pretty well in this tournament for being a last second addition to it um and i thought you know pete dunn was perfect and what they did within that tournament was kind of perfect you know, Pete Dunn reminded me of, and I, I think maybe you may get this reference, maybe not, maybe a little bit past your time too. If you ever saw that real, that early How 80s How old movie, are you? I'm, I'm ancient. I'm in my 40s. Are um, you really? Yeah. Early There's 40s. no way. Yeah. I had no idea. That's why I know all this stuff, because I've been watching for so long. <laughs> um, no, have you ever saw the... The, the the boys in prison movie bad boys he looks like young sean penn in that movie ah he does <laughs> quite a bit and i liked everything about that i like i mean i thought alex called this perfectly with the uh with the william regal him being afraid of nobody except for william regal when dad gets yeah. angry i thought that was a great metaphor that alex brought in so no i liked this a lot at the uh the neville tommy end match it wasn't what I really wanted, but it was a good placekeeper while they set up. I mean, it was a good way to cool down the crowd. I thought I'm just tired of Neville saying he wants to be the king of the division. Cause you know, he's going to get a crown and a scepter at some point. Jesus. 
That's all. Oh. And it, but overall, I mean, I, I thought it was good for them. I think it's a good way to start a territory out there if they want to do something like that. I'd fold it into 205 or NXT in some way to help bolster that if they're going to do touring. Why, why and do you I, think and they I, used all cruiserweights for this? They didn't, though. I mean, Wolfgang is not a cruiserweight. How big is he? 250? No, he's not that big, is he? But what they could do here is they could do like a U.S. versus U.K. kind of pay-per-view, kind of like WCW used to do versus Japan. You know, with either 205 or the NXT. Sorry about that. But yeah, he is 255. I do my research for this show. Don't you dare question. I didn't cover the show. Ryan Cook covered the show, so. I mean, they used the guys they could get for the most part. I mean, it's... You know, they could have probably gone after who Drew McIntyre. You know, like he would have dwarfed yeah. everybody in this tournament. And then it would have looked actually, dumb was, if he had lost. I was surprised Magnus wasn't in it. To be honest with you, given Magnus, that. they. I just, you know what? Those guys are so big, though, that it would kill. I think so too. It would kill the competitive nature of the tournament, so to speak, in the story. I think it was best to have if you're going to go with a couple of small guys and you're going to have a small guy win it. Best to have a lot of small guys and have one big guy in it to make it special. And they had a guy that they could beat that they weren't worried about. I think they, they may look at Magnus and say he has potential. Let's sign him. I think that'd be great. And I think, you know, McIntyre's a guy you bring into the main roster type of deal. You don't, you don't, you don't put him in this kind of thing unless you're really trying to build the territory and he becomes a big deal and a special attraction. Some New Japan news. They have a new color compensator. It is... Don Callis, formerly known as Cyrus in ECW and the Jackal. We've not heard him do color commentary on this level since ECW. Um, he'll be with Ke- Kevin Kelly. I- I'll say this. It beats Matt Stryker. Yeah, and beats Matt Taven, too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Silence beats that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean... He's, he has a good podcast going. I It depends on how much they want him to play up. I think he's I think he'll be fine for it. I I don't know. I, I For me, the English commentary for New Japan isn't as fun. Even though I don't understand a word of the Japanese commentary, you can still get into the emotion of it all. And I, I don't think with either JR and, and Josh Barnett or Kelly and whoever he's working with that it kind of hits that same level necessarily. Uh, just to let you all know, we are doing live coverage of Fantastic Mania this weekend, all three nights that are on New Japan Ooh. World. So if you all are up late, David Tease, that psycho, is covering <laughs> those. Like, here's what happens, Jeff. I get up in the morning and I look on the scheduler and I see like New Japan Fantastic Mania coverage, like scheduled for those times. And I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> if you're doing it, man. Also, March 6th, the the uh, 45th anniversary show. March 10th, New Japan Cup Finals. Um, April 9th, Genesis Wrestling Dontaku on May 3rd. June 3rd, Best of the Super Juniors Tournament Finals. June 11th, Dominion. July 1 and 2, the G1 Special from Long Beach. July 17, G1 Climax 27 Opener. August 11, 12, 13, G1 Climax, A Block, B Block, and Championship Finals. 
Fightful.com has coverage of all those, and New Japan will have English commentary of all those I just mentioned. Uh, they will not have English commentary for Fantastic Mania. But hey, you can come to our live coverage and discussion and uh, chat it up with David Tease. Also, uh, you know, we will have them on Fightful Wrestle. You go into those G1 shows? I think so. If I can get tickets, yeah. Definitely. Well, it looks like a what had become a tradition for me will not be happening this year. It doesn't look like they're going back to the Arnold Classic. No, I saw something for like an Arnold Fencing Classic in Ohio. It's like <laughs> and, they and have they have they just decided to change sports and go from bodybuilding to foil and epi? No, they do all that kind of stuff. Like they'll have kickboxing and they have a lot of it's the Arnold Sports Festival. It's not like the Arnold bodybuilding classic they have boxing and grappling hold on hold on that's right i referenced fencing terms i'm sorry i know a few continue what the hell is that supposed to mean well somebody's like where did hawkins pull out like like foil and epi (laughs) it's like well i had friends who fenced what do you want well (laughs) they're not doing it apparently it's i've been told by the people at the arnold that WWE hasn't signed on. If they haven't by now, they probably aren't, which uh, that was that was a lot of fun and kind of exhausting for me. Like, my wife would always help me, like, get the recaps down and the info down and take pictures and stuff at the, at the shows, and that gave us a lot of good content. I'm very surprised WWE didn't go there anymore. But the UFC did that as well. Strikeforce did that as well. You had yeah. these people who – would capitalize on the event, then just leave. So maybe the the capitalization isn't as much as I anticipated, but man, there were you would see some shit there, Jeff. Like Well, they would also market like the connection between the people that they found at the Arnold Classic to the mm-hmm. NXT show. Like this is Alexa Bliss, this is Dana Brooke. And I don't know if they have a connection there right now, do they? So I mean it would seem like Well, Dana Brooke's competing there at the show. She'll be Oh, competing. she is? Yeah, she'll be competing there. Um wow. they've got people like Angelo Dawkins who are somewhat local. I mean, Angelo Dawkins beat Andrade Almas before beating Andrade Almas was common at the Cincy show, and the crowd went nuts for it. Like, they went crazy. Last year, it was funny because the first year, 2015, when Alexa Bliss was there, they were like, ah, from Columbus, and people were like, as a baby face. Last year, she came in as a heel, and she had to fight back, like, smiling because she got such a great ovation. And she she isn't going to be there this year, so that hurts. But Dana Brooke is already going to be there competing. But I'd imagine that's what her focus is on. Now, I don't see why they couldn't have brought in Alexa Bliss for that, for an appearance, because they brought in Mark Henry. They brought in Triple H. They brought in a lot of people. They brought in Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan one year. Um, Braun Strowman did a Q&A. He, I think he competed there. I think. So I mean, I mean, what are you doing with Mark Henry that weekend that you couldn't have had him there? But that's the end of my rant. Uh, but I did enjoy that that um, that experience. Well, maybe it just came in a bad time in the calendar, and they didn't have time to adequately plan, or maybe they don't want bodybuilders. Who knows? It could be either of those two things. Perhaps, but I mean, would you consider Alexa Bliss a bodybuilder? A fitness model, I would. I mean, yeah, still, sure. I mean, that was her base. Yeah, I could see that. Huh. 
Well. What? I'm just looking through the headlines here. Got some MMA stuff. We're not going to cover that here, though. You all got five to seven MMA podcasts a week with Showdown Joe. If you all haven't checked it out, maybe you don't even like MMA. Go check out his shows. Elias Theodoru, Sean Pearson, Adam Martin, Reed Kuhn. He's got all of them. And I'm still on him uh, with him uh, once a week uh, and after UFC events. What do you think of Kurt Angle's Hall of Fame announcement and David Bixenspan's subsequent, tr- subsequent tweet that the comedy vignette that they showed tonight was the reason why Kurt Angle was never over, he said. Mm, I disagree that he was never over. He was never the guy, so to speak, but he was over. I mean, he was number two or number three for, for a long, long time. That was such a terrible uh, take, I had to have you address it. The, the, the comedy vignettes, look, we, I've mentioned this before. Go watch Table for Three with Seamus, Wade Barrett, and William Regal. And Regal will look at, looks at both of these guys and goes, people won't remember you for the great matches you had. They'll remember you for those weird, funny moments and things of that nature. And that's why I'm always so proud of my WWE work, which made my f- jaw drop because I, it angered me at first. It legitimately angered me that William Regal did not want to be remembered for his matches, but for the moments where he made people laugh. But at the same time, that's the difference between wrestling and sports entertainment, isn't it? And Mm -hmm. Kurt Angle played comedy just as well as he had great matches. Of course, you can't show a lot of highlights to his matches because a lot of his best matches were against Chris Benoit, who is persona non grata in terms of highlights. My question is, does Kurt Angle have a match at WrestleMania? (sighs) <sighs> because when they changed these so. plans, when they when when you heard that they were changing some of the some of the set in stone plans, and now with Kurt Angle in there, I mean, I thought it was possible that Kurt Angle may be facing the Undertaker mm. in kind of a legends type of deal, because you can beat Kurt and have Undertaker, and Kurt won't be hurt by it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they'd go that way. Well, they might not, but I mean, does he? Okay, let's just stick it with the simple plan. Does he have a match? Yes or no? If he clears, if he clears well, his match. Since you're Hamoning me right now, uh, I'll I say am. yes. But okay. I, I think that's far from a definite thing. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't think they'd be bringing him back if they weren't going to use him a couple times. I mean, I, I, it's still shocking to me When's that. A- When's the last time he's wrestled? A couple weeks ago, I think. He Did he wrestle a couple in- weeks ago? He still does indie dates. I mean, he was Very wrestling. Rare ones, though. Yeah, I mean, I know he's had a Zack Sabre Jr. match in there. Sure. I mean, it was months ago. Cody Rhodes. It. it was like eight minutes long. Has he fought Matt Riddle yet? That's a match I'd like to see. No, but, I mean, <laughs> he, he faced Sabre in, like, June and Cody Rhodes in, like, August. The Mysterio match was in March. Like it's been, I feel like it's been a while. I could be mistaken. Never over. Hmm. That. Uh, Sorry, Bix. Depends. Depends what he means by over. Does he mean the main money making draw? No, I, he wasn't. Because, but I he was never going to be that with Austin and The Rock and Triple H and The Undertaker and guys like that. But Michaels, jeez, Michaels. I consider Kurt Angle among the most versatile performers 
Ever. Ever. No one's ever, other than Riddle, no one's picked up the business faster than Kurt Angle, in my opinion. Nobody. With that much natural charisma and athletic ability combined. And then they asked him to not be a serious athlete and to do comedy, and he could do it. And he excelled at it. Oh, my gosh. They they had him go from like a smarmy heel to a comedy heel, then babyface. Then at some point they're like, "We want you to be a complete like murderous psycho." Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, you know what? I'll do that really well too. Yeah, man, I, I I never over that. I don't get mad at Bix often, but it got me close. I love Bix, but that one was. A duty take. A very <laughs> duty take. What do you make of Keith Lee passing on Ring of Honor to sign with WWN Live? I'm fine with it. I'm I'm shocked because I thought he wanted to keep the tag team going. But Spoiler alert, the day after they gave him a win at the ROH tapings. Yeah. Um, I think they knew. There's been some rumors about ROH. Um, in the back and perhaps even treatment of minorities in ROH. Hmm. I'm not going to read that much into it, but maybe he just wanted to be in WWE and this is what he sees as a path. And especially, you know, having a great match with Chris Hero slash Cassius Ono may help quite a bit. Maybe he just is tired of ROH. Maybe he doesn't see any growth in there. I mean, you can read any number of a hundred things in there. I like Keith Lee a lot. I liked that tag team a lot. Um, and I'm interested to see what WWN does with him. Brock Lesnar, before yesterday at least, scheduled for nine episodes of Raw leading into WrestleMania. Did that surprise you? Yes. <laughs> Very much so, because I That's thought like I, I would... two weeks. Yeah, and given the number of times he's appeared in builds before that, must... They must be panicking or something. I don't know. I mean, just to have them out there week after week after week, they must see mega buys in a Goldberg rematch to have them there week after week. Guys, under the exclusive section, we have Jason Kincaid's latest article. He talks about wrestling in Mexico for about $42. That guy, if you look at him, you would never guess that his written word was as eloquent as it is, which always shows you don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, Also, we have Matt Riddle explaining why the uh, Submission Underground match with Jeff Cobb is off. Uh, I have TNA taping information, uh, some contract news. We broke the news. Speaking of which, let me me ask you something about before you get off of ROH. War Machine, are they WWE bound? They don't have a contract right now. I hope they are. Okay. Okay. Those are the guys who I would have had in the Wyatt family to begin with. Instead of discount Hanson. (laughs) I think the Briscoes were the original plan. That would have been pretty cool too. We got MMA coverage for you this Saturday. Chael Sonnen, Tito Ortiz. Now this is a wrestling podcast, Jeff. I want your pick on Chael Sonnen, Tito Ortiz, because Tito Ortiz is a former TNA star and Chael Sonnen, a former Global Force Wrestling star. 
Well, as you know, Tito Santana, or Tito Santana, Tito Ortiz is, is probably in the best shape of his life, or at least he'll cut a promo saying that before this match. Then he'll have neck surgery, quote unquote. Then he'll have neck, uh, then he'll be like, then he'll make a, tons of excuses. Oh, Tito's going to lose. Yeah. Tito has nothing left, even against a, a past his prime Chael Sonnen, I think. It's going to be tough. I mean, uh, make 10 excuses. Oh, you know, my knee was hurting. My neck still hasn't fully healed. I'm getting a bit older. Jenna kicked my ass one night. You know, it'll be all sorts of things. Well, they aren't together anymore. It'll be an old injury. It'll be PTSD from it. I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah. I think that, well, Tito did fairly well against Liam McGeary. Tito might as well wear. Hold on, Tito might as well wear a shirt to the ring that says "Just in it for the cash." That's what he should. Beth Phoenix also rumored for the Hall of Fame. I like this move. Do you? Yes. She's She's excellent. She's great, and she was a precursor to Natty, so to speak, a a bit in terms of women who were pure wrestlers who were kind of forced into that pigeonhole of divas when when they wanted to really be superior athlete she'd be much better off in today's wrestling than she was then but she helped blaze a trail i have no problem with beth phoenix being in there i think she left too soon but and i miss her from time to time but i understand when to start a family so go do your thing biggest news of the week without a doubt hands down don west is back in tna (laughs) i am so happy about this and the merchandise is apparently dirt cheap yes I just bought a Jeff Jarrett laser engraved guitar for $30. It's going to be mounted on this wall somewhere. You know who's going to want one of those, don't you? Rob McCarron. Rob Rob McCarron got into wrestling because of Jeff Jarrett. You need to tell him that he can get a laser engraved guitar that says slap nuts or something. I (laughs) I told a TNA wrestler... One time, you should try to negotiate the 100 and some they have remaining into your contract. And they said, what the fuck would I do with 138 laser engraved guitars? And then they put, I hope that's on my tombstone. And then (laughs) around this time, they were pulled from TNA shop. And ironically, I was doing a story on it because of, uh, God, words, big 80s, I think, would always keep count of those on, on Twitter. And I would like, I reached out to Jeff Jarrett, I reached out to Don West, and they weren't talking, which is weird because those guys always want to talk. Yeah. It's it's and, weird when the most most loquacious people all of a sudden shut up. Yeah, and shocker, both of them are back in TNA. Uh but Jeremy Borash did talk to me about it. Uh that's up on the site too. Just search Jeff Jarrett guitar. I'm sure it'll pop up there. Someone go out there and tweet Rob McCarron to go order a, a Jeff Jarrett guitar, for God's sake, because I won't remember. I love Don West. His call of the Swanton Bomb at Bound for Glory 05 is one of my favorite calls in wrestling history. I he was, can't. He was I like I like Don West in wrestling. I just could never get past his former life as a shill on on television. Yeah, like Q, QVC light. These baseball cards are the most magnet. You will never see a better base. It's like my God, this guy He's is awesome. He's awesome. Ricky Morton's telling people locally that he's going into the Hall of Fame, but mm. I've not. The people that I've talked to have not confirmed that. 
And uh, I'm not really the guy to go to for Hall of Fame news. I don't really get good information on that. But he's telling people locally. I don't know if I believe it. I don't think I do. I think I think they I think they belong. I think sure. <laughs> the, the WWF work that they did wasn't spectacular because that was during the that NWA invasion during the Monday Night Wars, which wasn't very good. But you know, for WCW work and for not really innovating, but at least you know helping to set the standard of what tag team wrestling is today. I'm fine with Rock and Roll Express going into the Hall of Fame. What do you got to tell the people before we go? Well, let's see. Shake them ropes this week. We'll go over the UK tournament. We'll go over Raw and SmackDown, our top 100 match to see before you die. Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Macho Man Savage from WrestleMania 2 or WrestleMania 3 from uh, Michigan. Um, if you're in North Carolina by chance, at the end of next month, I'll be out there doing a comedy show. Go to North Car- go to nccomedyarts.com for more information. I'll give more information as we get closer to it. But last weekend in February, I'll be out there. Visit the site, Fightful.com. Follow us at these handles. Your clickety-clacks are very, very important to us, guys. We need your support at Fightful.com. Yes. Visit Fightful.com. We got full coverage of Evolve now. I figured, you know, we got Matt Riddle, Jason Kincaid on board. We should probably cover a little bit more. We're doing that. I think you should have Stokely Hathaway as a guest on a podcast. I would love to. I love Stokely Hathaway. Maybe love I'll do him. that. Love I him. will try to make that happen, actually. There you I'm go. pretty sure I could swing that. Producer um, Jeff. <laughs> there you go. Fightful.com, you guys. Visit it. Love it. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook groups. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.